1: Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart.
0: Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70 percent off. Dresses from 19.99. Polos from 16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.
2: Welcome back in. You were listening to the November 16th, 2018 episode of the Fantasy Football Mailbag. We are a Rotavist podcast dedicated to answering your fantasy football questions, and we are brought to you by the fine folks over at MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm your host, Jeremy Hart at Fantasy Gumtree, and joining me today on the show is a college football extraordinaire analyst for Guru Elite DFS and an NFL analyst over at Fantasy Guru. You've heard him around these parts on the Rotoviz Airwaves, over with the folks over at the Dynasty Tradecast many a times. Welcome to the show, my man Russell Clay at Russell J. Clay on Twitter. Russell Clay, my man. You can't just say Russell Clay. Like you have to have like conviction, like a little bit of oomph. It's like Russell J. Russell J.
1: love a good deal Sale into the season at banana republic factory's mega labor day sale entire store 50 to 70 percent off dresses from 1999 polos from 16.99 find your nearest store or shop online only at banana republic factory
2: it's like sexual chocolate well maybe not that much but <laughs> what's well, good man it's,
1: um, yeah i i i i feel like it's a
0: pretty strong name for for a man who who talks about fantasy football and, like, you know, it's funny because my dad was a construction worker. My brother, like, works in concrete. And I'm just like this little meek uh, fantasy writer. But hey, you know, it's a strong name.
2: They, that's all they get. That's all they count in namesake, right? I mean, like, I'm a heart. And you go back and you look at the heritage of, of German hearts, you know, they took yeah, yeah, two yeah. paths in life. They were either A, farmers, or they were bartenders. And, Oh, there you go. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, so at least I'm able to do one of those two things correctly. I always had a dream that one day I would live off of my old land, and then I realized I can't even figure out the intricate workings of a freaking screwdriver, for crying out loud. So forget about me cutting off a chicken's head and serving it at the table later that night.
0: <laughs> that that was me with concrete. I I did that for about one summer, and that was enough for me.
2: Well, hopefully we're going to stay away from concrete, but we will get some concrete Please, answers. All the questions this week are regarding player and team outlooks, Dynasty slants, CFS rants, you name it. Uh, Russell, before we dive right in, though, you penned a weekly Keeper Dynasty series over at Fantasy Guru, and in your recent edition, you shared some thoughts on some pretty polarizing players uh right now for both the short and long term here. So uh aside from Aaron Jones' weekend here, because uh, we're just after halftime as we're recording this on Thursday night, we'll we'll push that aside for now, but uh one of the players on the list was Nick Chubb uh two weeks in a row now just banging out the yards, banging out even reception touchdowns for crying out loud. So give us your take on Nick Chubb this year and in the future.
0: I mean he he was a a god of You know, prospect profiles. He had everything you look for. He had that one major injury, and his freshman season was so prolific that he came back and things weren't quite as prolific, so people thought he fell off. But even the final two years were amazing. Comes in 98th percentile spark score. I mean, just, he's just an unbelievable dude. Uh, and you know he he got that opportunity. I I was buying him either way. You know, kind of expecting with Hyde there, like all right, well, year one's not gonna happen. Uh, but it looks like we might have gotten lucky with him. Um, but I it I don't know what his receiving role is gonna look like. So in terms of fantasy, it's it's still up for debate what his ceiling is gonna be. But man. I mean, he is a special dude.
2: Yeah, he really is special. He's probably a little bit more special than this next guy, maybe, Rashad Penny, short and long term here. Now, alongside you, Russell, I was super-duper high on Nick Chubb, and I I couldn't have been more excited about Nick Chubb as a prospect. And then he landed in Cleveland, and Rashad Penny went over to Seattle, and admittedly, Mm. regretfully, I drafted Rashad Penny above Nick Chubb and it tastes horrible in Dynasty. Take me off the ledge, please.
0: Well, I am a fellow Rashad Penny drafter over Nick Chubb guy, so I took him at 102 in one rookie draft.
2: So did I. So did I. Oh, it, hurts. it
0: it it hurts right now, but long term, I think he's fine, uh, and that's kind of what I was stressing early in the year. I mean, when I evaluate a draft class, I work in five-year windows, and for season long, obviously, that doesn't translate. But if we're truly trying to evaluate if a guy's going to be good or not, like, the first season is a very small portion. Um, For running backs, it's slightly different than, say, uh, wide receivers, but, I I mean, there's tons of examples. I mean, Melvin Gordon was, was arguably the worst running back in the league uh, his rookie year. Um, I mean, there's just tons of examples of guys who just uh, didn't break out in year one, not do in two, year two, three, four. So I I just look at it that way. Like, we don't know what this is going to look like in year four yet. You know, it's just year one. So it,
2: it is not impossible to say that by the time this show hits the airwaves at home, Rashad Penny busted out an 80-yard touchdown. A man can dream. We're in the third quarter we, here. We'll see. We'll see. We can dream. But uh, the next one on this list here, Travion Williams. It looks like he's back in action here. Um, so, as, as a 2019 uh, potential prospect here, and uh, anybody else that you got your eyes on here that you want to give a couple shout outs for here?
0: Yeah, Travion. Uh, he was a guy after 2016 that I was eyeing up uh, to potentially lead this class. Uh, it's definitely a, a below average 2019. Draft class. Uh, I I will make no, um, you know, I can't think of a word, but you know, you guys know what I'm saying. So I'm just going to end it there. But um, it's it's an ugly class, especially compared to uh, 2017, 2016, and and 2015. But there's a lot of um, you know, usable parts. I think uh, I look at Daryl Henderson out of Memphis who's putting up an incredibly prolific uh, 2018 season. He's a guy that is my running back two right now. Um, I have Damian Harris as my running back one, but I really think the top four or five are, are a big mix of second and third round picks um, in the real NFL draft. So if you're looking for a big feature guy this year uh, from this class, I do not think... We're gonna get it, and I—I I actually am not quite as sure we're gonna get that in 2020 either. So I think we're gonna be hitched to these, the the 2015 to 2017 running back classes for quite a few years.
2: Well, the good thing about going forward, you know, landscape in the NFL, and hey, well, it's good and bad, right? Is that. prospecting these players for future fantasy success is going to be a little bit different in that if you don't have that home run hitting prospect like a Nick Chubb caliber talent you know you're really just kind of matching talent to offensive system who has embraced today's NFL and who's going to use those parts I mean you know Philip Lindsay is a a guy that a lot of us like, oh, you know man. what I mean? And, and this dude is going to be an RB2 mainstay for years to come just because he landed in the right system, you know. I mean, I, I didn't even draft that dude, admittedly so, but, I mean, I was picking him up in Week 1, Week 2, Dynasty Leagues across the board, and, and now, you know, these are the types of guys that, you know, they don't have to be home run hitters, but we can get some uh, some mainstays here so long as, you know, we're kind of matching the, the profile in the system that they're going. Any Any thoughts on that?
0: Yes, to put a little caveat on that, so I'm big into uh draft position based drafting, uh, especially in rookie drafts and especially in startups. But I think what we're seeing, and obviously the last few wide receiver classes have had a lot of busts, but the NFL changed their cut rules. Uh I don't I think this year was the first year, or maybe it was last year where they basically don't cut players right away. Um, they they have to wait an extra few weeks in the preseason, and then there are huge cuts. And what I've seen this year, which is, is really interesting and kind of making me rethink things a little bit, is these undrafted free agents are getting a, more of a chance. And mm-hmm. these late-round picks are starting to get more of an opportunity because in previous years they'd just be week one cuts and the high caliber guys would automatically, you know, get that benefit of the doubt, I would say, even if they weren't playing well. Um, and as someone who is basically a draft position zealot, this Philip Lindsay situation is, is pretty fascinating. To be honest with you, I mean, a 190 pound running back coming in and just <laughs> I, it's awesome to see. I mean, I don't I, I only had one or two shares, but I mean, just as a fan of like, you know, underdogs and guys making it, this is a pretty awesome story.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and these are the types of stories we're simply going to be tracking for the rest of this NFL season, heading into next. We're going into Week Eleven now, so we had to kind of take a pause, take a step back, and look at this landscape from a macro level, and heading into next year. And we're going to be doing that all on season and off season at the Viz. So get on over for a thirty percent discount to the Road of His NFL Pass through the NFL Podcast homepage, and that's at roadviz. dot com slash podcast. Your subscription will give you unlimited access to all of our premium NFL content, and also support this very pod. You can also support the pod by subscribing to it and rating the Word of His Radio channel on iTunes. You can rate the Fantasy Football Mailbag channel directly on iTunes as well. Uh, if you're already subbed, go ahead and unsub, resub, and uh, that'll help us out as well. Hey, any little bone helps. That's what we're talking about here. And speaking of, we do have a Patreon set up now. So get on over there. Hook us up with $5 a month. That's all we're asking for. If you're listening to this show each and every week, do us a solid. Not only hit that rate button, but put your money where your ears are um, because, you know, it takes hard work getting the show out for you every single week. So do us a solid and uh, save the Starbucks just once a month. That's all we're asking for. Just once a month. That's patreon.com slash Radio. And if you have any questions you want answered on this very show, Show, just email us, wordofisradio at gmail.com, and we'll go ahead and get that on the show for you as well. All right, Russell, let's dive in, fire up some of the QQs for the week. Here we go. Redraft PPR. Pick two out of Mike Evans, Corey Davis, or Marvin Jones this week. Uh, Marvin Jones, it looks like he's carrying mm. a Q tag. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be healthy enough to go. So by default, Mike Evans and Corey Davis. Likely the guys here, so any thoughts on this? And you know, I'm more excited to start Corey Davis than I am Mike Evans right now, despite the opportunity Mike Evans is seeing. I just I don't see the difference between these two guys right now, except Corey Davis is actually producing.
0: Well, <laughs> one thing with Mike Evans is I noticed this a few weeks ago when I was watching their game. He left uh, two weeks ago with a knee injury, and it looked pretty severe. He went off the field and just like, Sprawled out on the ground on the sideline, and mm. and then I didn't hear anything about it, and he and he like wasn't on the injury report really, uh, and then he played, but he hasn't the last two weeks. He's been non-existent, and I, I can't help but wonder if he's hurt. Uh, but if you're, you know, if you're playing Mike, if you have Mike Evans, you're probably starting him. But like you mentioned, Corey Davis, uh, Mariota looking healthy at the very least, and um, getting an enormous amount of passes thrown towards Corey Davis's way. So, yeah, you like that right
2: now. Yeah, absolutely. I hope that knee injury, uh, maybe that had something to do with Evans um, dropping that end zone pass late in the fourth where we, you know, us Fitzpatrick owners, you know, we were still fine, 19 points on DK without it throwing touchdown for crying out loud. I mean, we'll take it. But uh, yeah, onward into the process says you follow the opportunity, and it's theirs to keep going. Corey Davis. I mean, he's still too cheap over there on the sites, guys. Load him up. Uh, Redraft PPR. Hey, guys, I have Kenny Galladay, Juju, and Amari Cooper. To date, it's actually been pretty easy to still sit Amari out of the trio, but now Amari gets Atlanta. I know I need to start Juju, but can I sit Baby Tron this week? despite the poorest Carolina speed. We alluded to Marvis Jones, uh, Marvin Jones potentially being out here. I mean, if, if Marvin Jones is, is out, I mean, you're, you're going Juju, you're going Galladay, but is there any scenario where you would put Amari above either one of these guys?
0: I mean, the Lions offense is a disaster now. <laughs> it, it just went that way in such a quick fashion. They've played, they've had some tough matchups the last few weeks, but Losing Golden Tate is such a big deal because he I thought he was a perfect fit with Galladay and Jones. And without him, they just don't really have an underneath guy. I guess the Oritic is gonna have to be the slot, but I think that's close between Cooper and Galladay. I know it's a tough matchup for Cooper, but he gets a ton of targets and he's been he's been really solid the last few weeks. Um I'd probably go Cooper, to be honest with you, and Juju, but that's just, that That might be contrarian, though.
2: Yeah, no, hey, well, I mean, if you've got the contrarian mindset, you you know what to do. Uh, Russell, what are your best and worst purchases you've ever made?
0: Well, I bought this uh, Sweet Baby Ray's Honey Teriyaki um, sauce a few weeks ago, and it looked amazing. <laughs> and I opened it, and it was absolutely god-awful. And I,
2: <laughs> I don't sounded, know if that's the worst. It sounded worst. pretty good. As soon as it came out of your mouth, it sounded good.
0: I don't know if that's the worst purchase of my life, but it's gotta be it's gotta be top fifteen ever. I mean, I would say there's been many things in my life that I've bought and just lost. So I, I would say it's probably a fifteen way tie um for all the, the uh phone chargers that I've I've bought and lost over the years. How about that?
2: Yeah, there you go. There you go. You buy the phone charger, and maybe you don't even lose it, but you buy the knockoff one, and it breaks, it rips. Oh, jeez. Oh, the,
0: the broken charger is just a ruthless act. Um, and my best, I just did this um, a few weeks ago. I'd been having back pain for quite a while, and I actually like uh, went to physical therapy about six months ago to get it all figured out. I bought a laptop desk for my bed, and it's totally gone. It was my posture while nerdily being on the computer in my bed. So
2: yep, that, that's that. Not, that'll do it. And I can tell you for somebody also dealing with uh, back issues and woes, I too have bad posture. I have been doing some core training over the last two, almost three Ooh. weeks now. And, uh, yeah, that's, you know, you got, you got to get the friction. You got to get everything away from the lower back tension, strengthen the core everything around it so you're not so focused on the back end. Uh, So good good things are on the horizon for us, Russ. We can do it. We have strong names, and we're going to have strong backs. That's the way this works, right? (laughs) There's a callback for you. Dynasty, it's week 11, and trade deadlines for me are approaching. Can you give me a few buy-low options I should be targeting that have Dynasty appeal to a team that is out of contention this season?
0: If you can get AJ Green right now, I think owners are really vulnerable. Um, Even if you're a rebuilding team, if you can snag him and get two good years out of him, he's going to be cheap right now cuz contenders don't want him and young teams don't want him but he's still good he's in this weird purgatory of like his his dynasty ADP is is slowly slipping every year and especially every month at this point and people are starting to get like am i you know is this asset declining on me and i I think it's a great time to grab him for next year uh if you can Um, a super duper deep one that you wouldn't even have to pay for right now is Adam Shaheen. I saw he's, um, practicing in, in at least a limited capacity. He was their second round pick last year. Um, they do like Trey Burton and I think he's still going to continue, um, on, you know, his, his little role there. But in Matt Nagy's offense, if I can get a piece that they're invested in, I, I'm i impressed with that team this year. I did not expect this at all.
2: Yeah, yeah, nice, nicely done there. I, I definitely like that take there. And, I mean, you know, really, any of these young cats that you like that are just coming off of, of down weeks right now, but they're stuck on contending teams, you can usually pry those guys away from, te- you know, contenders that are just using them for bench yep. depth right now you know, the Cortland Suttons of the world, you know, even somebody who's going to be long lost an afterthought right now, like Nelson Aguilar, like get him before this high total game coming up this weekend, you know, I mean, Tate's there now to spread everything out. It's not a 2018 play, but I mean, Alshon, you know, he's going to have only so much left in him. And I, you know, just target those guys in good offenses. We kind of alluded to it, earlier right and just you know hang on to those guys because it's it's going to swing around it's going to swing around
0: and and one other guy i'll say that i've been probably a little irrationally high on since since he came out is curtis samuel yes Um, yes and and he (laughs) for what i for what i look for in a prospect i mean he pretty much had everything before that combine and then he ran a four three one. Um, so I love his profile and I guess I can dive into that a little bit, um, at Ohio state. So if you look at his receiving yards and sort of his receiving production, it's really bad for a receiver prospect. It's actually like embarrassingly bad. Like it's probably one of the worst of this decade, um, for a guy who was drafted high. But if you look at it from a yard's from scrimmage perspective, which is what you need to do for a guy like him. I mean, he had 800 rushing yards in this final season. He was a true, you know, Percy Harvin-ish uh, threat for Ohio State. Um, and with Cam Newton, with DJ Moore, with that offense, and, and with the plays that he's shown this year, uh, there's going to be open lanes. And with that dude, if he can, he's going to get open space. Um, Do I think he's a high-end wide receiver of the future? Maybe not, but I do envision him being fantasy-relevant, you know, in the coming, in the random coming weeks and and in future years as well.
2: When it was DJ Moore week, I had that Curtis Samuel lineup ready to go, Russell J. Clay, and I said, no, this is just too cute. This is too cute. What are you doing? God, I'm a fish. Should have kept it in there. Well, what are you going to do if you had to be an inanimate object for a year, Russell? What object would you choose to be?
0: Well, I can tell you what I wouldn't want to be.
2: <laughs> that works. My
0: car. I definitely wouldn't want to be my car, you know. Um that that's definitely a, a potentially abusive relationship that I'm I'm working to improve now, but I see the error in my ways. I'm sorry 2010 Nissan Altima for my lack of Oil changes and, um, and tire replacements, but you're getting old now, and I can't afford a new car, so I'm going to be really nice to you moving forward.
2: <laughs> you, you know, what are you, you going to do? You know, you, sometimes you have to like, learn life's lessons the hard ways. I've always been that way. You know, everybody needs to scrape their knees a little bit, and you, you know, you get a little stronger. Here we are again, just getting stronger. Uh, DFS in a week with no Gurley or Hunt on the main slate. It's amazing. I'm still finding myself needing salary, especially if I think I want to use Ertz this week. Can I afford to try and get up to Drew Brees or Carson Wentz? Relatively speaking, 6.3 for Wentz isn't all that expensive, but if you are paying down, is it Marcus Mariota or Dak Prescott this week? So what do you got on this one? I know there was some, some rumblings of maybe a cheap quarterback arising out of uh, out of Baltimore this week. I don't think I'm all about that life, but, uh, you know, one guy that's way down there. Like, there's no way in cash I'm going to be able to make it up to Breeze or Wentz. It's just not going to, or even Cam, it's not going to happen for me. Um, So, I'm going to be looking at Mariota or or Dak, but I'm not going to lie, Russ. I have built Some nice-looking lineups where, you know, you you get up to Michael Thomas, you insert guys like, you know, the aforementioned Corey Davis, Larry Fitzgerald, who are the same price and essentially the same play with the same target volume this week on DK at the same price, and it doesn't let me get to uh, a a Barkley or someone, but I have been able to slot, you know, uh, Alvin Kamara and David Johnson in there along with Deion Lewis, and who made it all work? Case Keenum. Oh boy, I know. Well, I know. That's
0: that's fair, actually.
2: It could be that's, worse. That's like I don't like way. being on these airwaves talking about Case Keenum, but at the price, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll probably end up on Dak, but I mean, I I like the overall build, and I'm just punting away. Like there's it, even though he's gonna be popular, I I'm just not gonna afford Ertz. I'm just gonna take the six point six off the off the table and get the same production for $800 cheaper with the likes of Corey Davis, Larry Fitzgerald, and then just take that tight end down to, you know, the Johnny Smiths, the Nick Van Well, he's not there because he's already playing right now. I used him last week. Jeff O'Shaughnessy or something like that, you know, like whatever.
0: Yeah, and um, so to to the initial question... I do like Mariota this week, and we already talked about Corey Davis being an interesting sort of all formats type guy right now. Uh, Mariota looks healthy. I like how that offense looks. Um, he has some interesting pieces that haven't quite been optimized yet this year. So, a Johnny Smith just starting to get into the fold, and, and they really need those types of guys to emerge. I mean, there's always the rushing upside of him. There's always the Deion Lewis short screen passing touchdown. I don't know about you, but when you start a quarterback, and they this started with Alex Smith for me a few years ago, it's just so gratifying when you make that start and he gets that little two-yard passing touchdown, it's just so good, um, and then, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I have a rational love for that, but I just love it so much, um, but yeah, for this week, obviously, you want Brees and Wemp, but um, I'm fine with Mariota.
2: Yeah, I'm with you there as well, and I mean, I i think it's, I'm just, they, they look, they got Indiana, you got a you know, great scoring, great game, you know, script set up for them, like Mariota, Deion. Corey Davis, throw in Johnny and like, whatever. Corner the Tennessee touchdown market. It's all relatively cheap across the board. And I mean, you know, what the hell? If, if Derek Henry Blount takes another one, like, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can control on that. Uh, Moving on though, redraft PPR, Russ, any of these tight ends viable this week for streaming, uh, the aforementioned James O'Shaughnessy, Mark Andrews, Johnny Smith, and Ricky Seals-Jones. I like that one as well. I'm really hurting for my last, uh, last flex spots. You know, these guys are kind of getting, you know, they, the funny thing is John who got the touchdown, right? But the other guys are the ones that are actually getting some sort of consistent target share.
0: Yeah, and and John Smith is not someone after the first 6 weeks I even envisioned being in a lineup uh discussion uh in 2018. So, that's that's an interesting um, update over the last few weeks, but I, um, and some of my fantasy guru guys that are 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 a little better at redraft than me are are on Ricky Seals Jones this week, so I think that's an interesting guy. But I'm I'm kind of in love with Mark Andrews, and I was through the draft process. Um, I was super excited to see Hayden Hurst back and them still running plays specifically for Andrews, uh, specifically in the red zone. Uh, I, I thought that was a, a crazy year one development for him because when they drafted Hayden Hurst and then took, took Andrews in the third, I kind of thought he was screwed. Um, but it, it appears like he's an every-week guy, and I actually started him a few weeks ago in a T tight end premium uh, league. If it's not Ricky Seals-Jones, which I think it probably should be out of this group, I'd go Andrews.
2: Yeah, I think I'm actually with you as well. And, you know, I you don't feel great about it, but, you know, that's where where deep streaming comes into play. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't necessarily want to put my hard-earned money on these guys, you know, because I, I am at this level afraid I'm going to pick the wrong guy at this level. But I mean this Thanksgiving Russell, it's we're finally gonna be possible. It's gonna be possible for us to get a hundred percent refund on our bet if we lose it over at My Bookie. With the Turkey Day free play, you can bet the spread on either the Bears or the Lions. If it wins, you win. If it loses, my bookie will give you your money back up to two hundred and fifty dollars. You literally cannot lose. No risk. All gravy baby, my bookie offers such a great product, and there has literally never been a better time to try him out unless your sports book is offering something like this. I think you should make the switch. I've never heard of a sports book doing a freebie like this, and I doubt. It'll ever happen again. These guys are trustworthy, fast, and helpful, so I know they're good for it. New to sports betting and have lots of questions? That's all right. It's all good, baby. We're here for you. My bookie is here for you. They're patient. Their customer service can walk you through any questions that you have about how betting actually works. Look, sign up this week, and my bookie is going to give you a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way. To make even more money when you win, log into my bookie right now and use promo code, you guessed it, RotoViz to get 50% off your deposit bonus. Again, that's promo code RotoViz. You don't need a promo code for your turkey day free play. If you lose, we'll credit the money back into your account automatically. What are you waiting for? Sign up today. Do not miss out on the gravy train over at my bookie. All right, Russell, fuck Mary, kill. RB Tier 2 week, and this is, I guess, RB Tier 1 week, because we've got Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, and Alvin Kamara here. So, uh, FMK, who you got?
0: Hmm. All of them, please. Thank you. You
2: you don't get to do them all. It's not how this team works. All right, well,
0: I'm I'm marrying Saquon. (laughs) Like, that's just... That's just gonna happen. I'm getting into a long, long long-term relationship with that man. And (laughs) I'm going to do it. Um, and not get a prenup. So, um, (laughs) he's gonna be latched to me forever. Um, and that's how we're gonna do that. We're gonna have some fun with, with Alvin Kamara this week. Um, and, and we're gonna, we're gonna bang him. And I'm gonna kill Zeke. Sorry, Zeke.
2: Oh boy, it's it's a good matchup for Zeke. You know, the 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 mood is just right. The lighting is ever so right. He's, I mean, he's got the silk linens out and everything, candles lit, ready to go. Matchup. And is I great. just,
0: I just don't show up. Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's sitting there naked with the rose petals, and I just, I never come home. I'm out with Camara. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer here, you know, I, you'd think maybe that you'd kill Kamara because he just doesn't have the same definitive workload that these other two guys have, but I mean, you know, in terms of red zone efficiency, getting the touchdowns where it matters while it's less predictable, it's it's just more predictable for for Alvin, so I mean, everybody's going to be on Zeke this week, but you know, if I can get $700 savings and go down to Kamara, I, I, I kind of like it, so. I'm with you there. Uh if you were given full reign, Russell, to redesign the food pyramid, what would the Russell J. Clay food pyramid look like?
0: I can tell you rice cakes and veggie burgers would probably be much more prominent in the uh that would be like in the um milk and uh bread from the nineteen fifties uh pyramid. Um <laughs> No, but I've I've actually been getting a little more into dieting uh the last year or so, and rice cakes have been like my one. It's it's almost a cheat meal, but it it's mm-hmm. not because it's just nothing. So the the lack of calories there is is a big win. Um, but yeah, it'd pretty much just be, uh protein and and no carbs. Like you get with my food pyramid, if I were a dictator, <laughs> there would be, um, you know, you basically if you have carbs. You're, you know, cast out of, of life, and you get that little scarlet letter on your forehead. I ate carbs this week, <laughs> and you're shamed.
2: Oh, and then man. everyone
0: would be really healthy, you know.
2: This is true. I don't know if I can live in such a world. My, my, my weakness, <laughs> man. It's pizza, right? I mean, deep dish Chicago style, Lou Malnati's pizza. My goodness. I mean, I'm from the shy for crying out loud, right? So, like, ah, oh, but I'm, I'm with you. The rice cakes, like, you, you take a little bit of rice cake, and, like, if you, need, you feel like you're just getting that bad craving for a big old bowl of ice cream or something, get out the rice cake, spread some low-sodium peanut butter over that, and put a couple banana slices on top of that, and you got yourself a nice little sweet kick that you can live with that doesn't make you fat at the same time, right? I can get on board with that. Boom. You got it. Boom. Redraft, PPR, what does uh, the health of Marvin potentially do to the aforementioned Kenny Galladay this week? Could it be a potential Tyler Boyd scenario? You know, we talked about this. You alluded to the Lions being a disaster. You know, this is one of those, you know, like, he's, he, he saw, what, 13 targets last week? How does he not see 13 targets again this week? Are they good targets? I mean, in Tyler Boyd's, Boyd's scenario, he was already getting the 8 to 10 targets. So, I mean, how do you distribute more share? His way, Galladay. We kind of realized the increase in shares, so I think I'm still on. You know, all systems go. Like if 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 Jones isn't in, I'm I'm all about Galladay. But uh, I don't know. I, you you seem like you're on the other side of the fence still.
0: Um. No. I I like Galladay, and I I like him overall as a player. It uh, it's hard to assess. Um, Carolina that's more what i'm worried about this week. carolina got obliterated last week and i have a feeling they're going to be pissed off about that. and i know that's narrative street and all that. but when teams when playoff teams get destroyed like that the week before, they tend to come back and play pretty strong. um carolina also has, you know, some pretty stiff competition for the playoffs this year. so i am worried about that. um holiday right, it's it's one of those things where, and you mentioned the Tyler Boyd situation last week, where he already had a big target share with Tate gone. So I don't know how much Marvin Jones being out actually affects things. Um, I I think we should have already been assuming Galladay was going to get a pretty pretty heavy target share this week. Either way,
2: yep, with you there. Redraft rest of season. Can you talk, us about the rest of the rest of season impact? Oops, there you go. Uh, in Philadelphia with Golden Tate on board. So are you from the camp that Golden Tate is just, you know, the fourth target in that offense now and an afterthought here? Or do you think he's going to kind of grow into a little bit more sustained success, thus kind of shaving everything across the board from everyone else?
0: Hmm... Um... Well, I could certainly see a scenario where he's still a good player and they use him, but there's so many mouths to feed, it's going to be tough to figure out which week. Because uh, uh, Golden Tate destroyed uh the Cowboys earlier this year, and then he comes in and he's they didn't really use him. Could be a lot of factors. I'd imagine he gets to be a pretty prominent piece in the slot uh, as the year goes on. But with Alshon there, with Aguilar there, with Ertz there, and even with Goddard there, how much of that pie can he get? Um, and that's more what I'm worried about after watching last week.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I mean, obviously the the real winner is Carson Wentz in this, who's already performing at an insanely highly efficient clip right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't look, I don't see how this doesn't make Zach Ertz the the biggest loser here. Um. Yeah, Zach Ertz is still gonna Zach Ertz. I don't deny that, but I mean, it's gonna shave away from him. It's you know they're not gonna have to force everything directly to Zach Ertz. So, I mean, I think Allshon, all these guys. I mean, you're just kind of you're clipping. A, you're going to the bar, local barber, and you're just taking an inch off the top across the board. That's the way I see this thing playing out. Um. So I think Golden Tate can have some weeks, but you hit it right. Like who knows where the hell. It's actually going to be, and that's why, I mean, I'm not jamming in Zach Ertz right now because I I don't think last week was, you know, we shouldn't hang our hat that 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 was it. They got golden tape, four targets, and that's it for the rest of the the season. Like, I don't think it's going to work out that way. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out. Um, Right. Russell, Shark Tank app idea that does not exist today.
0: I'm going to have a hot take and say there's enough apps. (laughs) <laughs> I think I think if if anything, we should be going the other direction.
2: Um, so it's an app killer. I, you're 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 going to invent an app killer, not like the old Google Android app killer. It is literally going to go yeah. into your phone and start just shutting them down.
0: That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go in like the the FCC, not the FCC, but like those those people that go into restaurants and shut them down. I'm gonna go in health violations, so yeah, I'm gonna make an app that shuts down apps that we don't need anymore now, um, here's which there are a million
2: dollar question uh, though like what how do you determine which one needs to go
0: we We just um spin the wheel and then <laughs> you know if they're not if they don't have a thousand um likes and subscribes or whatever or a thousand downloads, then you're on the hot seat. You, um,
2: you've taken your draft position. Taken app killing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one drafted free agent apps on this on this market.
2: Philip Lindsay's app is dead. It's gone. We gotta gone. rethink the strategy. Never
0: snuffed out.
2: <laughs> I I do like the idea though. Oh my gosh. Too many apps, too many things to look at, my mind is spinning all day long. Hopefully it's gonna spin a little bit less for this next week eleven, either or rapid fire. Here we go, James Conner or Kareem Hunt.
0: Um
2: I volume versus matchup, I right? I don't What? Volume versus matchup. I'll I'll take Hunt, honestly.
0: I, I just think that game is gonna be absolutely bonkers. So I'm just gonna go with that game.
2: Fair enough. Dion Lewis or Lenny Fournette? Lenny Fournette.
0: I am a Leonard Fournette guy. Unfortunately, I thought he was over grafted, but I still think he's a great fantasy asset when he's in the game. And he doesn't look healthy, but he's going to get 25 to 30 touches. Um and Dion Lewis is is a nice play, but I'm going with my man. My my thick He's got those thick legs, him and Zion Williamson, man. Those guys. That's that's the type of athletes I'm looking for. I don't need any of this thin, small stuff. I need the thick. You know what I'm saying?
2: The, the, the Russell likes it thick. You know what he's talking about over there, fellas. That's right. You know he likes it thick. Too bad uh the thickness can't keep his legs healthy for you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. You'd think like <laughs> that big, like those hamstring muscles would would stay together, but apparently not.
2: Uh, uh, Nuke or OBJ?
0: Oh, boy. I'm going Nuke. I I just can't fade him at this point. He's Ooh. just... He's it. That's it. I'm, I just put him in. That's
2: would you it. take Nuke over MT, Michael Thomas? Would you? No.
0: This is like the Ron Swanson when he's in a business <laughs> meeting, and he's like, I'm going to answer every question with a question. <laughs>
2: Nicely done. <laughs> that's, it. that's what you got to do though Anytime and that's like business Facilitation 101 Anytime someone throws you a question Throw it back to the audience Throw it back That's an interesting thought What do you guys think about that Boom yeah. you nailed it You're a pro you got this Russ you got it uh, Robert, right. Robert Woods or Keenan Allen Woods He's had
0: 70 or more receiving yards In 9 straight games It's just stupid
2: <laughs> and no cup now either. Uh Jordan, Rude or Evan Ingram.
0: Ew. I have to start each of these guys in a league or two, and <laughs> it's just sad. Um, I'd go with Ingram. I just yeah. don't. The the upside just isn't there with Reed anymore, and uh, it's a bummer. Uh, and matchups that <laughs> You'll I get thought a seven would be
2: points a... from Ingram. <laughs> huh? You'll get his seven points from Ingram. At least. Well,
0: whatever. <laughs> Listen. I'm with you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have some resentments against Jordan Reed right now. Um, I, I made a bad trade for him last year, and now, you know, he's just not. It's just not working with Alex Smith and him, so I'm going with Ingram.
2: Yep, I'm, I'm with you there. Vance Mickey or RSJ? Uh, Vance. Yep. Yeah, Vance will make them dance. Breeze or Wentz? <laughs> Breeze or Wentz? Uh, Wentz! Ooh, yeah, I can't fault you. I, I Really, flip a coin. Everybody's going to say Breeze, but I mean, whatever. Both of them are superbly fine plays. And, of course, we took Mariota or Dak. We both took the Mariota side on this one. Um, and we'll just talk DK specifically. I mean, if you had the money to get to Mariota, you'd still take them. Um, If you found yourself needing the extra 400 bucks or 300 whatever it is, would you take that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep, with you there. All right. Russell, take a favorite or popular movie. Change one letter in the title. What's the new plot? What's it all about?
0: Yeah, so I read this um in the show sheet, and I have no
2: idea. <laughs> all right. Well, then yeah. we're going to build one together, damn it. What is your favorite movie? How about Arrival? Arrival. You have to pick Arrival. Like, what rhymes with arrival? Derival? rival D-rival? Car- Dur- I was going to say carnival. Oh, uh, ooh, carnival. Carnival, arrive-
0: Car- Carnival. Uh, I don't even cake? know what
2: arrival is. What is arrival? Arrival? Yeah, I feel awful for saying that on the air, but which which one is that? Is it- Arrival? Yeah. I feel like that's it's, like the Jodie Foster movie or
0: something. <laughs> it, it's, uh, hold on. It had a great soundtrack. It was from 2017.
2: 2016. Yeah, see, that's why I don't know it. Amy Adams. Yeah. I'm old, man. I should know these things, but I don't.
0: Go watch it. 81% on Media Critic, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh! Get out there. Go see it. That's my recommendation of the week. Boom, boom, boom.
2: All right, touche. I'll parking lot that, and I will go see that. More to come. Redraft streaming Ds. I didn't win the Cardinals sweepstakes. I don't have the Ravens either. So do I go with Houston, Tennessee, or Washington this week? Who you got? Houston. Yeah, I'll take Houston here as well. You're not getting all the turnovers we're expecting from Luck right now. What is going on? I want to say Tennessee, but I think there's two, two, two INTs in four weeks. From Luck, if I'm not yeah. mistaken,
0: a- after last week, I'm out on uh, anything against the the Colts now. That's I mean, time me. you
2: have the opportunity to to target Dontrell In Inman and 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 Charles what- I- Molly Cox, something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mo- yeah,
0: Mo Alley Cox. What- yeah. What's funny is oh. I do- I don't know him from like football, but I'm a big UMass basketball fan. And like that dude destroyed us for like four straight years as like a center. So I was like, "Oh, well, there it is. Inter- that's interesting <laughs> that he's in the NFL now."
2: <laughs> I hope he's now listening to this show. I feel bad because I Mo Allen, what's his name again, dude? Mo Ali Cox. I I literally call yeah, Mo Ali Cox. I literally called him Molly Cox on this show sixty seconds ago. That actually yeah. happened. Um, I will also say, if you want to go down to Denver on DK this week, 2K, just like last week with the Buccaneers, they got the Chargers coming to town, Phillip Rivers can put up a pick, he's going to take a couple sacks, like, if you pay 2K and you walk away with three points, do you really care? No, just like the tight end position, you know, I mean, I freaking paid 3.4 for the Jets last weekend, because why? Because they were starting to streak free agent, Duh. Insert in the cash lineup, and wait a minute. The guy who came off the streets actually started over Nathan Peterman. I should have been coming from the mindset that they'd like this guy more than Peterman, so I probably should have backed off in cash. But nevertheless, I paid up, got negative four, and was still fine. Defensive viability, whatever. I'll pay 2K, get three or four points, and walk away. That's my thought. Hell yeah. There we go. All right, Russ. The moment in history you choose to go back in time and witness in person the invention of the rice cake.
0: Oh man, you're you're tugging at my heartstrings. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, oh, it it definitely be sports. Uh, I, I'm thinking the the Cavs, um, Warriors game seven. That that's Either that or the Spurs Heat Game 6 were two of the more special games I've ever watched. So to be there in person would be, like, uh, pretty special for me.
2: Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I mean, watching the Bulls Dynasty, uh, you know, on the tube TV, the 24-inch, you know, tube TV that sat on the living room floor, Right gathering up around that TV, watching the Bulls win. It was great, and then they'd win, and then you'd go out and you'd bang on the pots and pans and whatnot. I think by the time I was like 16, no, I think I was 14 years old, and it was one neighborhood over at a buddy's house watching the game. Maybe maybe it was 15, 16, I don't know. Well, we were partaking in a little bit of champagne throughout the game and after the game ended and uh, figured out how to mosey my way home and, you know, it was one of those things where you're not supposed to be out past curfew, right? So anytime you see a car right, you run to the side of a house in case it's a, it's a cop, I wasn't the only one doing things like that when I was that age, right? Surely. Surely you no, can't no, be serious.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I won't get into specifics like you did, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there were many, many things that happened. At age, I, I'll say fourteen to twenty. That, though that was a chaos age for for young Russell.
2: Yep that that was that was about the age demographic I'll say for me as well. I surprisingly, I don't know how I made my way out of it, but I did, and I ended up maturing a lot more quick quickly than most around me. I don't know how that happened, but uh, here we are. We're gonna move on to the sizzling, smoking, scorching s- uh, hot take. Week eleven, uh, hopefully not honey teriyaki take.
0: No, God,
2: no. <laughs> give it to us hot.
0: Um, I. so in terms of hot takes, is Gronk not is Gronk retiring at the end of the year? Hot take. No, I don't, I don't think that's a very hot take. I don't think so. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I've been arguing with Enke about Enke Harry on the internet with a lot of people over the last. Uh, few weeks, and I believe he will be a top 20 pick in 2019.
2: We'll take it. We'll take it. I mean, it was a week 11 hot take, but we'll say it was a week, it was a hot take that was derived in week 11. I think you it works. We'll make it work. Top 20 we'll pick.
0: Just watch college football on Saturday, and then you'll be like, oh yeah, that Russ guy is really smart and handsome, and he likes good players as well.
2: And thick thighs, or calves, I one or two.
0: B- big, thick thighs, big, thick calves,
2: yeah. you got to love Derrick Henry.
0: <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, well, now he stinks, but yeah, I did like him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Derrick Henry and the likes of it will be back next week. For the fantasy football mailbag at Rotavis Podcast. And we're dedicated to answering all your fantasy questions. This week it was my man Russell J. Clay at Russell J. Clay on the tweets. Uh if you have any questions, again, hit us up via email, roadiviz radio at gmail dot com. Russell J. Clay, my man, what's uh what's the haps? What do you got coming on uh upcoming in the near future?
0: Uh well actually pretty excited to say I have a wide receiver prospect model. Um, that, that I've been working on, uh, for quite a while with, with Nate Liss, and, uh, there, there may have been a dot com purchase, and we may be, uh, rolling some cool stuff out this, uh, sort of draft season.
2: Nice. .com thick, thick-
0: <laughs> Dude! You can't reveal the name already!
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll edit that out. We'll edit that out. It's okay. Right. Oh, no, that is fantastic. I am very much looking forward to that. So as soon as that is revealed, make sure to check that out. Again, he is at Russell J. Clay on Twitter. I'm Jeremy Hart at Fantasy Gumshoe. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Rotovis Radio. Please review the podcast on iTunes under the Fantasy Football Mailbag or Rotovis Radio feed. Contact us via email, rotovisradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think, so follow us on Twitter at Rotovis Radio and at FantasyGumShoe. Tell your friends about us, and do not forget to sign up for a 30% discount through our podcast homepage on rotovis.com. It's a no-brainer, folks. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Of a good deal, sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store fifty to seventy percent off. Dresses from nineteen ninety nine, polos from sixteen ninety nine. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.